Welcome back to the Makerspace Podcast. I'm your lovely, lovely host, Carl. And today we're going to be talking about leaping hit first. Uh, not literal leaps, even though sometimes they are literal, but more metaphorical leaps. More in art and design and building things. Not literal, like uh, Marshall Erickson from uh, How I Met Your Mother, where who is it was an episode kind of along the same thing, kind of taking chances and taking a leap of faith. Um, Marshall, played by Jason Siegel, uh, decides that he's going to jump from one balcony to another in a literal leap. And throughout the show, he's scared to do it and doesn't want to do it. And by the end of the end of the show, he decides he is going to take the final leap and finally commit and do it. And sometimes that's what you need to do is just, you know, you can sit and wait for things to happen. But sometimes you just got to jump head first and try things, even if you have absolutely no idea what you're doing. Uh, and sometimes that's all it takes is just a moment of courage to just do something. Another story, this one's from actually for me, of taking a literal leap, <laughs> and then we'll go to more metaphorical ones. So it was a late night, and my friends and I were at the bar, as you do, on a late night, and we decided that we were going to go to another bar. Being in a small town, you had to walk from one bar to another. And it was a little bit of a walk uh, through residential areas, you know, lots of housing, you know, houses, you know, big houses. And we came across this one, and it had a big hedge in front of it. And my friend decides he's going to jump over this hedge. So he runs up, takes a look, decides he can do it, sprints back, and he runs, and he jumps over it, and he does make it. So I'm, I'm now way back, and I've watched this happen. I didn't really run up. And now I have a choice to make. Do I just continue walking and meet up with everybody, or do I jump over this hedge, even though I have no idea what's on the other side? And I decided that I was going to jump over that hedge, and I ran, and I jumped, and it was a lot bigger than I thought it was. I thought maybe I could clear it to the fact that I did a tiny bit of track and field, like not like I did track and field, like more like I did a little bit of like a workshop, <laughs> and I kind of knew how to jump over something that was a little t- a little higher, but... And I've done a little bit of parkour training too. And I didn't make it over the hedge, but even though I didn't make it, it was a really fun story that and that has been following me around for actually quite a year, a few years. Uh, really, the debate is: Did I jump over the hedge myself, or was I kind of coaxed into doing it by somebody else? And I think the answer is that I just decided I wanted to do it. I thought I could make it. And it sounded, you know, at the time it seemed like, you know, kind of scary. Like it wasn't obviously scary and I wasn't going to get hurt. I knew I wasn't going to get hurt, but, you know, it's, you didn't know what was going to happen. You didn't know what was on the other side, but I took a risk and it didn't work out. But it was a, it was a, it's a fun story these days. But how does that translate into making things? How does taking a leap of faith of any kind translate into making things? Uh, or art, or science, or business, or anything, really. And it's just just trying things, even though you have no idea what you're doing. Take this podcast, for instance. I'm on my fourth episode right now. Never done a podcast before. Heard something on Spotify saying how there's a platform for making podcasts, and I just decided, why the hell not? Uh, I had a microphone already from from trying to do some YouTube gaming channel, which is also another leap of faith. 
and that one didn't pan out at all. I tried, I got my friends together, we recorded some videos, I edited them together, and I just couldn't figure out the YouTube algorithm. So in, in the end, it kind of died a little bit, but I still had the equipment, uh, and and it, it just was something that I thought, well, you know, why not? And worst case, I just, you know, I pick myself up, dust myself off, and move over on to the next thing. And then that all doesn't just go to making a small little project. I'm even going to school, I just completed my degree in visual arts. And, you know, any any degree, it doesn't matter what degree it is, it, that is a leap of I, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know if this is really going to work out. I don't know if this is going to get me a job. I don't know if this is going to really get me a career. I don't know if this is going to, you know, maybe I'll get end up in some debt. But it's a, it's a leap of faith and... In the end, it could could turn out into really great things in the future, but it's worth to try. Sometimes you don't have obviously you don't have to go to school if you if you uh, if you find something else. But I'm just saying that's a, obviously that's a possibility, and that's what I did. That's the route I took. And of course, that's big things like a job transition and going to a new school, trying something out, and then obviously again you can do something very small. You can. I've uh, lately I've been relearning how to sew and as I was in school there's a sewing shop in the school uh, actually I'll go back a little farther the first time I learned how to sew was in grade 9 that's when the first time I learned how to sew it was one of those home ec classes where uh, on one occasion and I think I talked about this a little bit in one of my earlier episodes in one half of the semester, you did uh, shop classes, uh, metalworking and woodworking, and in the other classes, you do sewing and cooking. And obviously, both are very helpful. I, all, all four of them are very helpful skills to know and learn. And I did learn how to make a pajama pant, a pair of pajama pants, and a sock monkey. And I learned how to cook, and I, I or you know, kind of learned how things go together. How to use a, you know, use a liquid measuring cup for measuring liquid things. You know how to chop things, how to dice things, put things in the oven, and things rise. You know, you know that that kind of thing. But learning how to sew, like I, I was, no, I was not awful at it. Uh, I had a little bit of trouble uh, learning being able to thread a needle because. That's difficult for a normal sighted person, and I had a visual disability, so trying to find that little itty bitty tiny hole was not not easy thing to do. And in that my time there, I actually saw things that some some that could potentially have thrown me off sewing forever. One of my classmates in my class got got her hand caught in one of the sewing machines, and it went straight through her nail. It was a big fuss. I didn't see it personally, but it was in that class. I think it was in the other room or something like that. And it was a big fuss. I had to call, obviously call people to take her to the, the nurse and get her all patched up. But that, that could have possibly thrown me off it forever. Uh, and I did have a fear associated with sewing. I don't know. Maybe it was that fear of getting my hand caught. Uh, I did some sewing at Emily Carr. Uh, and there's this big sewing shop there. It's fun. Uh, it is okay. It, it's fun. I, I did an electronics class, uh, wearable electronics, where you obviously have to make some sort of garment, and sewing is part of making a garment. So, but I never really learned, relearned how to use a sewing machine in my time in that shop class. Maybe for some sort of fear, 
and I did all my sewing by hand because I was kind of enjoying a little bit of hand processes. I didn't personally own a machine. It's kind of sometimes nice to do things by hand. Of course, a machine would have made it much easier. And I did get through that class. I made a nice project, but I never got into the shop. I never learned, relearned how, I, with the technician's help, I never learned how to sew again. Up until this point where I found a sewing machine in one of the local thrift stores. And now it's been a deep dive into relearning how to sew. Uh, it's still a little scary, you know, a big machine with a needle pumping back and forth. Uh, but I've actually made a couple things so far, and that's really how it goes. It's just, yes, yeah, things can scare you. Uh, things maybe you don't want to do, things you'd hate to do. And sometimes it's just a matter of trying things and seeing how things land. Uh, like the past few days, I've built myself a desk and, you know, I didn't want to, you know, it's built out of an old TV stand that I kind of elevated, put up about, I don't know, an extra four feet or something like that. Or maybe three feet. I put some legs on it, it's about three feet taller. And, I mean, worst case, I ruined the TV cabinet. And then I have a pile of junk that I can't really do anything and it's got to be thrown out. Uh, and the best case is what I've actually ended up with is kind of a desk. It's a little, little hobbled, cobbled together, but it's, it's fun and it's fine. And not, you know, it's obviously not an amazing desk. I'm not going to sell them. Uh, even though, I mean, I'm sure Ikea wouldn't let me, but even still, it's not an amazing desk by any standard, but it's, it was a risk and I took it. And even though I had little skills on how to do it. I, I did it and it was fun and that goes into a lot of things I've learned to how to be a chainsaw carver I've learned how to sculpt I went into art school because just because to try it and find out in worst case I didn't like it and I could move on to other things and that can obviously go on to other disciplines it's not only just an art and craft background that I have it can go on to science of trying a new discipline uh, maybe you know maybe you're you have an interest in physics, but you're not quite sure you're good enough, or geology, or biology, or you want to start your own company, or you just want to help a friend out with, I don't know, uh, business stuff. I don't, I don't, I'm not a big business person. Then uh, that's fine. And sometimes you just need to bite the bullet and try things out, and hopefully not, you know, put spend, uh, put yourself uh, into dangerous. You know, don't. Put yourself and try not to put yourself into debt or anything by doing these things, but uh, but it's an experience and sometimes you just have to try things and figure things out. I don't know if I would have been a snowboarder or a chainsaw carver or a scuba diver. Scuba diving was a big uh, risk where I probably I wasn't uh, when I was young. I didn't want to learn how to swim and I really had to be coaxed into swimming. And now I have my scuba certification. And now I haven't really gone on many dives, but now that's something that I've done and it was a, something I tried and I really enjoyed it. I've been on about four or five dives right now and it's been an amazing experience. I've gone to, uh, seen a lot of amazing things all over the world and I'm obviously I'm privileged to do so, but they were all risks. I could have easily just said, uh, no, I don't want to do any of that stuff. I don't want to learn. I just want to have a, you know, I want to be flipping burgers for the rest of my life. Not that anything, nothing against flipping burgers, but you, you kind of get my drift. It's just like, that's, I just want an easy, easy thing to do. And I'm just going to do that for the rest of my life. And 
it's some people do and that's fine if you want to live like that uh there's many other avenues in which to do other things you, you can have hobbies and and go on trips and or start a business or go to school there's so many ways to experience life and you just kind of have to start by just jumping in head first honestly I don't know how I'm starting. I, I right now I'm starting with a new app, and I've never used it before. I'm using Audacity. I was using, I was trying out uh, Anchor before, and it was an online platform that was uh, advertised on Spotify, and that's how I kind of got into this podcasting thing. Because it was like, oh, the easiest way to record a podcast. You should try it out for, you know, try a try a tutorial, or whatever. And I tried it, and I've already have three episodes. But uh, going on Reddit, learning. Uh, subscribing to the podcasting subreddit as now I guess I have a podcast um, you know a lot of people use Audacity it's one of the more popular programs in recording things so I thought I'd give it a try see what's going on uh, and yeah this is my first time recording with the software and I don't know how long I've been recording for and <laughs> so that's a little bit of a uh Anyway, just just really trying things and jumping, you know. Uh, oh, 3D modeling is a good one, uh, especially in the the way of 3D printing and laser cutting. And I still don't know how to 3D model, and I would love to learn how to 3D model. And I think some ways it's just about trying, you know, just kind of jumping head first. And I've kind of tried a little bit, and I kind of know the basic, basic, basics of 3D modeling, being a sculptor, and kind of knowing uh orthographics and dimensions and uh proportions and stuff like that but i still need to learn more complex ways of making things you know making a screw head or a mechanical or a big sculpture or something i haven't quite gotten to that level and then the extends to 3d printing where you have to make sure that all the supports are not leveled down there's so many ways to make things that, that these days and it just starts with with uh, an ability to try things just to say i i don't know but let me try it out and see what happens and hopefully the worst case is you just say you know what this didn't work out and you maybe you bought some supplies you give it to somebody else who's going to try it or you sell the supplies or you just kind of toss them in a bin or something like that and then you move on you dust yourself off pick yourself out up, up out of the hedge and you just move on to the next thing and see what happens. Even in, in an art-based practice of a course, it's all going to come back to some sort of art or craft just because I'm obviously this is my podcast, so I can, you know, that's kind of my background. I'm going to, uh, but even starting a new painting, uh, everything's different. You know, sometimes it's, and the, the very micro, micro scale, even doing something for the billionth time doing a woodworking or painting every time i approach a painting there's some new knowledge there's some new thing i've looked up on youtube there's something um right now i have a pal i've been using acrylic for i don't know the past four or five years right now and i've slowly drifted into watercolor painting and i have a big bucket of oil paints i've tried oil paints i didn't really like them but i might come back to them and try them out and even in the even micro level, you pick up a new paintbrush, you know, at the art store, you're like, ooh, I don't know, this paintbrush looks kind of neat, or this sponge, or something new, or markers, or like, oh, this looks kind of neat, what if, what if I try this instead of the thing I've been doing a thousand million times, even, even though it's 
fairly similar and but of course that can stem back to bigger and better things of instead of trying just a little bit of a, a new device it could be a new paint it could be a new type of canvas it could be a new type of medium it could be a new set of skills whether it be uh, sculpture or design or 3d printing or plaster work or you know ceramics design business who knows oh i have one more story i just realized this is all stemming back into something I knew I was going to cover this. I had it in my notes, and I totally forgot about it. Uh, so I've been rambling on, trying to remember what I was supposed to say. And, okay, so a month ago, a month ago I went to a wedding. And three days ago, three days before the wedding, maybe maybe a week. Let's say let's say a week. A week to, a week to a couple days before the wedding. My friend texted me and said, we do not have a videographer for this wedding. Would you like to do the videography for this wedding? And I have no experience in videography. It's not my background. I did not train for it. I did not go to school for it. I've done no research on videography, let alone for a wedding. I had a camera from my brother. He was a photographer, and he just handed me a camera. He's like, you know, I don't want this camera. I've upgraded. I don't want this camera anymore. You go ahead. You use it for something. I thought maybe I'd use that camera for YouTube stuff, you know, kind of get back into YouTube. And I've had that camera for a while, but I've never really figured out what type of content I wanted to make. And never so I had that camera sitting around, and I and I brought a GoPro to my my friend's bachelor party, and he just and I made a little video, just us hanging out, having fun, uh, and then I posted it, just kind of sent it to my friends, like, hey, I, I kind of had some fun making this little video, and they're like. Uh, now when it came to the wedding, like we saw that video you did, you want to do another video for us? Like, oh, okay, I guess I kind of dug my own grave on that one, but, uh, sure I'll do it. And again, I had no experience doing videography and I, I think I looked up one tutorial on how to do it. Uh, well not how to do it, but kind of tips and tricks. I didn't want to be pigeonholed into some way of like, this is exactly how you do it. You have to stand here. You have to look at this. You have to do this. I wanted to write my own story in a sense. I kind of wanted a little bit of my amateurity uh, to come out in this production. Almost like, you know, almost like The Office. You know, it's kind of based on that, like, you know, it's kind of a little shaky, a little fuzzy. But, you know, it kind of has that authentic look to it. And I thought, well, you know, that could work. So I just kind of dragged my camera, kind of had a couple little tips from a YouTube video and I just kind of set myself up, just kind of tried to get here. And I had many, many issues during that shoot. A couple, an airplane flew by, I missed a couple words. My camera battery died. I wasn't prepared for any of that, you know, that kind of thing. But I could have easily said no. I could have said, nah, I don't, I don't think I'm good enough. I, I don't, uh, I don't have the skills. And I kind of maybe threw it a little, little bit of that, you know, being, it's hard not to be too hard on yourself and saying, I'm not the, the one for the, the job. You know, I'm not the right person for the job for this. And, uh, but luckily they're like, no, it's fine. If it's a little, you know, if it's not the greatest thing in the world, just, just have fun with it. And I'm like, okay, I can do that. Uh, and I put a lot of pressure on myself. And when I actually got time to shoot, I calmed myself down. I got the shots that I wanted. I had some fun. And eventually after my camera died, I just said, you know, that's it. I'm not going to I'm not going to stress about the shots I'm not able to get. I'm just going to have fun. I'm going to enjoy myself. This is my friend's wedding. Uh, I'm just going to have fun. 
And I think that led to a lot of really neat things. It's something I've never tried before. Now I really have an interest in videography. And who knows, maybe I could start my own business and videography, you know, shooting a wedding. Now I have some experience in shooting a wedding and that could lead to either doing more weddings or that could learn into maybe doing a documentary series that could lead on to YouTube that could lead on to who knows Instagram. I don't know. I'm not entirely sure where I would go, but it was an experience and it was something new. I had never tried before. I never even thought about trying until the, the opportunity was presented to me. So sometimes it's all it takes is just the ability to just say sure why the hell not and just go for it and i hope this help you know i hope these few words will help you on your journey whatever that journey is whether you're starting a youtube uh trying to become the fortnite champion uh playing video games trying to make a youtube channel uh streaming on twitch making a painting uh starting a new job uh Going, starting in school, starting a business, just, you know, trying something new, maybe finding a new board game and saying, you know, I never played this board game before. It's different than all the other board games I played, but I'm going to try it and see what happens. Maybe it'll become my new favorite. So same with, you know, even TV. I've always been, uh, I've always enjoyed my same shows and I'll watch the shows into the ground until I can't, you know, can't watch them anymore. And I'm always so, I don't, everybody says you should watch the show, watch the show, it's a great show, I'm sure you will love it, and then eventually I cave and I say, uh, sure, I'll watch it, and it turns out that I really do like it, or I don't like it, and I move on to something else, so, that's what it is, I think just to wrap this up, just, just try things, see how it works out, and worst case, you just kind of dust yourself off, pick yourself up, and just try something new, and that's kind of life in a nutshell, or at least for what I've experienced so far in my time on this uh, ball of earth and water orbiting orbiting around the sun. So let's see if I have a maker's spotlight today. Uh, somebody tries to think, oh, I think I will go with, hmm, maybe, uh, maybe Colin Furs. I like Colin Furs. I think I was going to try and put him for a useless things things that have made you useless maybe i can bring him back for that one but he just kind of does makes things that are in a sense kind of useless or or uh he's just you know like a rocket sled a, a rocket trike a, a toast launching machine a bed launcher a bunker it's like like who who really thinks up this stuff yet he just he just does it he just is like you know what that's what i'm gonna make today and he makes it and he makes a video out of it and it's Usually it's very, very fun to watch because they're usually very obscure, kind of weird projects that, that really don't have much function in a big, you know, uh, in a manufacturing sort of standpoint. And they're usually a little rough, but that kind of gives them their charm. And then uh, it's something that nobody else can make, but he just says, you know, that's what I'm going to make today. And then in the end, he has a, uh, a rocket bike or a hovercraft or uh a machine gun tuck tuck. Uh, I think that was the name of one of them. A, 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 uh, I think he made a transformer, a big transformer. Or no, the made, what's that we're calling? I can't remember. Uh, anyway, just that's how it goes. It's just trying things, figuring out what, what works, what doesn't, trying out new skills, and and if it works out, that's awesome. And if it doesn't, you just kind of move on. Well, thanks for listening. I hope you really enjoyed this episode. 
and I hope to see you again in the future. I hope you have a wonderful day, and thanks for listening.